Hey, it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios' premier wrestling podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. start recording thing bugs the fuck out of me i know right oh my god ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of above the ring i'm your host sam the slb alongside me today as always and special guest from back to them we have uh scott you know head of twitter my other half of above the ring as well as zach from back to the ring guys he's part of the ship it studios brand definitely check out back to them they just dropped their second episode zach is joining us because guys it's all out weekend I, think I had to come back. You ha- you had to, especially since I've been talking to Scott about this. Uh, for some reason, the buildup of this pay-per-view might be the best buildup for any AEW pay-per-view there's been. Yeah, they're certainly pumping it as the uh, as the, the biggest all-out they've had, which I, I believe is true because I think there are 11 matches now with the uh, little add-in they, they dropped today. Um, but we'll get to that once we start talking picks. But yeah, this 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 is going to be a long pay per view, but I, I have a feeling it's going to go by real quick. A lot to look forward to. A lot of some long term storylines coming to a head here, so that's really exciting. And potentially, potentially a handful of debuts. Correct. Uh, yeah. A lot of those, I think, will even mention them, uh, probably in regards to what Scott was uh, mentioning earlier in regards to one match. But I will quickly go through Dynamite, guys. Dynamite was a eh, not a bad card. Okay, go home show. Uh, however, it did kick off with a killer match. Santana Ortiz taking on FTR with mm. Santana Ortiz getting the win over FTR. This is one, Zach, if there's any part about this show besides Britt Baker that you need to go back and watch, it's going to be this match. This was... When I think of the Bucks talking about they want to bring tag team wrestling back, this is like one of those matches. This is up there with the Adam Page, Kenny taking on the Bucks. Anybody, this is definitely the match of the night that you want to check out. Um, following that, we had CM Punk come out again. Um, and then he got attacked by, I believe it was... Uh, 2.0 and Danny Santana. Or, um, Garcia. Danny Garcia. Yeah. Um, this happened, and then Sting and Darby came out. They helped him. We got to see CM Punk give a GTS to one of them. So it was kind of exciting. It was kind of like when Brian could finally, you know, 
take bumps again and whatnot. Um, and then there was a stare down. This is this I think might be. I'll give you my opinion on that when we get to that because I said something to Scott about this setup for this match, and that's the only way I can describe it. Uh, following that, we had Orange Cassidy taking on Jack Evans with Cassidy getting the win over Evans. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Jim Ross did his first AEW in-ring interview uh, with Chris Jericho, as well as we had Tony Giovanni talking to MJF, both delivering their top-tier promos. This is the reason why Jericho belongs on the Rushmore of Wrestling and why MJF will be one of the best talents for years to come. Mm. Uh, following that, we had Brian Cage taking on Powerhouse Hobbs with, I believe it was Hobbs getting the W off of Brian Cage by dis not disqualicate what's um distraction by hook was and side. by um ricky starks starks came in with that title and clocked cage with it as, as again um that storyline's i don't know i, I kind of feel like it's dragging a little bit but i don't know it's i don't know i think that that's one of those ones for me with AEW is kind of like all right you made the point you took the title off a of cage now everybody's beating Cage by obviously by shenanigans. So, are we gonna get the payoff or what's going on here? Yeah, that one. I'm uh, I'm interested to see where that goes. Again, long term story booking there. Um, the fact that that's not on a that wasn't on a pay per view. I don't think is that one of the card. That's no, I don't. Them are no, even that, wrestling. Is, that is not a match. No, it's not for weird. the because I thought that one would be. Uh, following that, we had Ty Conti taking on Penelope Ford with Conti getting the win over Ford. Uh, surprisingly enough, we had a, you know, Conti got jumped by, hate, uh, not Hater, um, the bunny at the end with Anna Jay making her return back to uh, AEW. It was quite exciting. <sighs> following that, uh, the main event, the eight-man tag match between the Lucha Bros, Jurassic Express taking on the Elite with the Elite obviously defeating the other two teams. However, this was fascinating. At the end of the show, uh, Don Callis went and back, brought the cage down, and they beat down Christian Cage after he ran out to help the Lucha, Brother, um, Lucha Brothers in um, Jurassic Express. Um, I think they, you know, Kazarian, uh, a couple others are trying to get up there. They're kicking the shit out of him so they couldn't get in the cage. However, and this is what I was talking, I think, I don't know if you saw this, Zach, and I know I talked to Scott about this. So at the end of it, Tony Khan came rushing out, and I saw an article, and it looked like clickbait. It was like, oh, Tony Khan furious at the end of Dynamite. Like, oh, okay, let's see what this is. So just before we get into the pay-per-view itself, Tony Khan came out furious with the shenanigans that had happened, stated there will be no outside interference in the steel cage match. So I know Scott and I, we had our you know reservations about the Bucks winning because, oh, yeah, you're going to have the, the good brothers out there and whatnot. But if this is the case, either one of two things is going to happen. Even more shenanigans are going to happen because, you know, wrestling or <laughs> yeah. somebody's losing titles this evening. Yeah, so. this, this, this definitely moved the needle when it comes to who who I was going to pick to win this match. So it's uh, I don't know, but we'll get into those so picks. Sure. Job well done. Yeah. Raising our doubt. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, especially something like that where they're they, and it's, again, it's all story related. We all get that. Um, but the Bucks have definitely won a lot of the match. Kenny's won a lot of his match by shenanigans, but that's what good heel work does. You know, not a lot of people get bullshit about it, but they do it well. 
But that's uh, the point. You get the fans upset, then they're clearly doing their job. But the one thing I do like what AEW's done, and I think we've had this discussion, how many times has a match ended by DQ? Well, at once, I think. And even Tony Khan said, I completely underutilized disqualifications or countouts. And honestly, I appreciate that. Because I'll watch WWE programming, and if there isn't at least two to three countouts or disqualifications, it's like a, a an odd night. There's a time there's like a there was a time period where it's like the opening match almost always ended in like a DQ and yeah. somehow that would affect the main event. It'd be like, oh, main event, you know, it's going to be like a tag to predict. Yeah. Or, or, or two people start fighting and then five other people show up and it turns into a six man tag. It's like, guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is, is Teddy Long just running the show? Like, what's going on? <laughs> that was the case. Everyone would have a one on one match with The Undertaker. That's true. Because <laughs> so, he just wanted to holler at you, player. <laughs> so, you know, obviously when we're recording this, it's pre-Rampage. We are assuming nothing has happened at Rampage, but I'm going to bite my tongue on that one. But let's get right into this pay-per-view. Like Scott said, we have 11 matches as of this moment. Um... And I'm going to – and I know you're using Zach to look at the list of matches, but Scott and I use a very reliable source that we like to call Wikipedia that sits right in front of us. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> okay, cool. He's on the same page. He gets it. Yeah, Wikipedia only shows 10, um, but that 11th match, we'll just talk about it now. Um, due to travel rest- or issues or restrictions or something, uh, Andrade versus Pac will not be taking place. So – I guess Tony Khan said that that's going to be saved for a future rampage, which I'm like, okay, that could be like a half hour match by itself. But in instead, Andrade will be facing a mystery opponent. Hmm. Mystery, mystery, mystery. Yes. So I have two thoughts on this. First and foremost, there is the argument that. And I'm, I'm going to throw this out here before we start all picking. So in this one in particular, I was thinking about maybe there's a chance somebody comes out who jobs to Andrade just to give him a little more going into this Pog match. Potentially. But the way everything I've seen on social media regarding this from the company, there's no way I don't think that's the case. Especially when you get like, a, I don't know, a billion talent that looks like they're ready to make the jump. Yep. Uh, if I remember correctly, as of the 31st of last month, that new batch of releases are now free agents. Should we go through the list quickly? Because I feel like that's very important at this moment. I think we, I think we should. Yeah, at least the ones that are well-known. So yeah. my thoughts are, first and foremost, uh, we'll go with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's one of them. Uh, Braun Strowman. Um, Adam Cole. Bebe. Um, which I almost think that might be the one uh daniel bryan or brian danielson um that one i think might actually be the one i don't know because he's already been booked they've already we're gonna have him come out in new york and now they moved it back due to the restrictions over in new york right but i don't know if he was gonna actually wrestle so why would he come i i just have a feeling it's not gonna be him oh that that that's fine that's fair. It's definitely because fair. They already had a plan for him to come over. I don't see him being like ring ready in a sense. 
like, oh yeah, actually we're gonna have you come and wrestle. You know, I feel like his would have to be like a end of the night kind of thing. You know, right, Kenny Omega is, ends up on top, and then you know Daniel Bryan comes out. Brian Danielson, sorry, we gotta not use his as as uh, Moxie would say, we can't use his slave name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um. I'm going to go with probably the obvious choice on this one. I think it's going to be Adam Cole. That man has had so many secrets. That man, he will not open he, – nothing. The guy hasn't said anything. No. And he's he, the only one who doesn't have a non-compete clause because it expired. Yep. It's crazy. Like on Friday and on Monday – He's and I think even yesterday he dropped random gifts at the very beginning of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And a lot of them were like the Adam Cole babies and stuff like that. And I'm just like, why do you tease us, Adam? Why? <laughs> just, just please show up on on television somewhere. I don't care where it is. You can't trust anyone at this point. I know. Well, I mean, he is an Austin fan, so that makes sense. That definitely tracks. <laughs> too many but, trolls going on. Too oh much. It's, it's too much information out there. You don't know what's trolling, what's what's teasing, what's. So it it, it again helps to muddy everything up. Yeah. It's almost like kayfabe's alive in a sense. You know, not like it used to be. You know. Yeah, in this information, you know, social media age where you actually have complete confusion and complete, uh, like, nobody has a clue where he could go. Like, he could already be signed to somebody and they're just waiting, but he's going to continue to be Adam Cole and that's just what he's going to do. So, yeah. I'm going with Adam Cole unless he accepts Pat McAfee's $22,000 a year contract. <laughs> Did you? He actually responded to it, too. I See, I want that feud. I don't care where, where Adam Cole goes. I never want that feud to die, ever. And I want to see Pat McAfee back in the ring. I, and I, I, Sam and I have talked about this multiple times on different podcasts. I have been on the... Pat McAfee, Adam Cole feud train since that first interaction between the two of them. I'm like, holy shit, this could be gold. It took three years to happen, and then they had that match, and Pat McAfee looked like he was been wrestling in a ring for 20 years. I think, honestly, that's the second best celebrity match that that's ever happened, and I really don't want to put Ronda Rousey as a celebrity, but she pretty much is i would say her debut would probably be just a a hair bit better than his but dear lord was that i was so blown away in the best way possible that uh, how good he was in that match that was a solid that was a solid one i it shocked me how good that one was but uh zach we'll we'll let you uh hop in here we, who do you think is going to wrestle Andrade. And oh, I, w- I will say, Adam Cole or not, I think the person who's coming in is going to beat Andrade. That's my thoughts. Wow. So is that part of the, the prediction game? G- get bonus points if you predict who 
who it is, who the mystery opponent is, and then also picking the winner of that match? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it, it's so hard to to think like with something that clearly was out of everyone's control with the travel, whatever the issue was there, that they would do something really drastic, like bring in one of these huge names. And obviously they want to make up for the fact that Pac can't be there and you want to satisfy the fans. I still don't know. Like if you make that kind of a swerve to insert someone like Brian Danielson or Adam Cole, whatever. Uh, so I'm, I might lean more on the side of maybe it's just, it's it, maybe it's someone returning for, but someone who's already on the AEW roster I'm trying to think somebody who, who isn't on this card. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't think I would go with one of those big names for it. Do you think that returning superstar will will win the match? I think you... I I think Andrade will win the match. Okay. Maybe I'll get back, back to you with a name. Okay. Yeah, that, that's yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm gonna stick with uh, with Brian Danielson, um, just for the sake of argument. Um, and Scott wants to lose. That's why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happened during <laughs> SummerSlam? Uh, do 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 we really want to talk? You had about to that? lead him right into that. Oh no, we 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 kick <laughs> we kick him on the ground first shot we get. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm still I'm still riding that high. I can't believe we're on, I went undefeated. No, we're on to all out. <laughs> Bill Belichick, we're on Some people's scores are just gonna be all out of the ballpark. <laughs> Hitting homers left and right. Let's go. So obviously, I'm gonna assume with you picking Brian Danielson, um, he's definitely winning if he shows up on Sunday. Yeah. Which I would argue whether it's this match or not, he will be there. That is a yeah. I'm almost a hundred percent definite that that's the big one of the big names showing up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we'll go right into the pre-show match here. Um, we have a 10-man tag match. It's going to be the best friends in Jung- Jurassic, uh, Jungle Express, Jurassic Express taking on the Hardy family office of, you know, uh, Matt, Private Party, and TH2. Um, this is interesting, this one. Uh, since I, I'm going to go off of how Orange Cassie has beaten Matt. Anna's beaten Jack Evans, and I don't know if he's wrestled anybody else. I know he's been – I'm trying to recall. I would not be surprised if the Hard. – I'm going to go with the Hardy family office on this one. Wow, all right, all right. Because oh, so far, Orange Cassidy has a win over one member of each in the past couple weeks. So That's, that's true. So that being said, I would say Matt would, especially when – now with, they're all going to be out at the ring at the same time anyways. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and this one is the only one on the pre-show. The uh... – the 21 women's casino battle royal card uh, match was moved to the main card uh, because of the Andrade Pac uh, situation. So it's nice to see the ladies will get some time on the show. As of this match, I'm actually I'm gonna go with Best Friends and Jurassic Express. Oh, and two Scott, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. 
I too will go with the Jurassic Friends over there. I, I think this match could be a lot of fun. It'll be a good opener or pre-show match. Uh, but I, I see the 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 best express. I think coming out. I, would... I love these names. <laughs> and obviously, because Riddler couldn't be here this this uh, podcast, he actually did give us his picks as well. And for this one, he also did pick the Jurassic Friends. Okay, beat down, got it. I thought of my uh, opponent for Andrade. Okay, it's going to be Dante Martin. Interesting. Ooh, that's a good thing. I like that. I like that. He looked like a star. That was on Dynamite in that match he had. I was that when I was there in Pittsburgh, possibly. I went to those both those shows in the same week. So I'm. Yeah, no, that was Dynamite, and I forgot who the hell did he wrestle. Uh, the elite. He it was wrestle. a tag match, right? Yep. But but Dante came out of that match looking like an absolute star. Absolutely, yeah. It took the Bucks and uh, Kenny take him out. I mean, right. If you have the three best in AEW having to t- having to work together to take you out. The man looked like a million bucks. All right, but yeah, I'm still picking Andrade to beat Dante Martin. Dante to be the mystery opponent. That's a good pick. That's I, I, I like that really out of the like ballpark. That That's good. I would just like to see it, yeah. Okay, well, on to what is now the first ever 21-woman be- casino battle royale for a uh, spot for a chance at the title. <sighs> Going to run these down. And uh, we got Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Ty Conte, Daniel Monte, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emmy Sakurai, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylie King, Rebel, Jamie Hader, Anna J. Rio, and one woman to be determined. Our favorite Joker. Hmm. Um. Usually we do a couple of picks on this one, but I know that we gave the Riddler. We for, we didn't forget to give him that one off. That's true. So I'm not. I'm I'm all cool with uh going Just with one, one. pick. Yeah. yeah. But before we do that, I'm kind of curious. Anyone have an idea who the TBD would be? I have an idea. Because somebody had already filed the trademark for a Rancid song to be a theme song. So I think, obviously, I think Ruby Soho is coming. I swear to God, if she shows up with that song, that last video that she dropped... Absolutely brilliant. The Easter eggs within that was just beautiful. And she just looks absolutely stunning. Uh, I can't wait for to see her get back in the ring and actually not be handcuffed like she has been the past, I don't know, however long she's been with WWE. I'm so excited. I've seen her Heidi um, Loveless stuff, and I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to see what Ruby Soho has to do. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anyone better. That seems like the 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 best choice here. I, I would pick Ruby to be the one, the, the the Joker in there. Yeah, it only makes sense. The only other person I've seen from the women's division has been uh, Tessa Blanchard, but she was in bed with a bunch of uh, Ted DiBiase $100 bills. 
So I think she might be headed to WWE potentially. I don't know. Uh, we could have that talk all night long. But I'm going to go right out the gate. I have this feeling because we need to see it again. They had the be- one of the best matches, I think, top five for AEW of the year. I think Thunder Rose is getting a title shot against Britt. I wouldn't mind seeing that rematch. Me neither. Me neither. That that I was shocked with how good that match was. And it was on free TV on a Dynamite yeah. Wednesday. I mean, if I had to pick a number two, I don't even know who the number number two would be because everyone else is. I could go with Ty. I could go with Jade Cargill. You know, Red Velvet already had a title shot. It could be any. There's a. What I love about the women's division in AEW that I believe only NXT had was all the women are like here, like they're all equal. Yeah, they're all pretty pretty damn close. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> See, this one's. I wish I would have thought about asking Riddler to give us multiple picks because it's it's going to be tough, and I have a feeling we're all pretty much going to possibly pick the same person <laughs> because I too was leading towards Thunder Rosa. Who 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 I who who else do you think would, could potentially win this? Well, I have if a different we... pick. I was going to pick. I'm I'm going with Jade Cargill. Uh, Ooh, right. She's just been destroying people. Maybe she hasn't. Been at the had the highest quality opponents yet. She's kind of working her way up there. But uh, I'm as a Britt Baker fan, I'm a little fearful of Jade Cargill over there. If she gets a title shot, that would be pretty difficult. But that's why Britt's got to have Jamie Hader in her corner. Uh, so maybe she can still hold help hold off Jade. But I I I'm really intrigued by that and could see Jade wrecking people in this event. I have a feeling that um, Jade's going to do exactly that, just wreck people. But with Rebel and Jamie Hader being in this match as well, I think those two might eliminate her towards the end. Target her, yeah, as the yeah. big threat. That's, but that's be the one just... who gets the double-digit eliminations or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if she doesn't get less... If she doesn't get... Yeah, if she gets less than, like, seven eliminations, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, my other pick would have been Ruby Soho if she does debut. I mean, have her go wire to wire and just destroy people would be fantastic to see. But I'll stick with I'll stick with Thunder. And um, Riddler's pick was also Thunder Rosa as well. Yeah, no, especially after and I mean, Zach, I wish you watched Dynamite because there was a bit there where they were going to interview Thunder Rosa Jade Cargill came up with um, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, and then they both beat down on her. So I don't okay. think it, it, uh, they they've been doing a lot setting up like little little like two person like teams that are in this match that are kind of forming. Yeah, oh, that's yeah because we have help each we, other. We have, what was it, Bunny and Penelope Ford, and obviously Anna J and Ty Conti. So. Jimmy Hader and Rebel. Yep. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Hiku Shida and uh, Imi Sakura were would team together as well. I think the only person that probably would be honestly by herself would be Jade Cargo because she hates everybody. <laughs> 
because her and her and Nyla had a little bit of a standoff after that beatdown of of Thunder Rosa. So yeah, it's be, so they're those not two like... might eliminate one another. We might have ourselves like a big show Kane elimination style thing where they both try to choke each other and fall over the top rope. So who knows? <laughs> right. So okay, that I'm. I hope the. I don't know where that's gonna fall on the card. That would be cool if it kind of opened the, open the card. It might open the show. I think that'd be a good show opener. Yeah, just get everyone all riled up off the bat and have one of those reveals happen. Right. You know, right off the rip. Following that, might be one of the tougher matches I think to pick. Uh, John Moxie taking on Satoshi Kojima. Um, I don't know if you know the sack, but originally from what we were told, the plans for this was going to be it was going to be Hiroshi Tanahashi, who was like one of New Japan's like bigger stars. And I guess they would, you know, with everything going on COVID, uh, uh, Kojima, I think, has been in L.A. doing all the strong stuff, you know, the New Japan strong stuff. Yep. So, OK, um, Satoshi, uh, I think he's a uh, he's held at the. Uh, the IWGP title at least once, I know. Uh, legend in his own right. This one's tough because Moxie's going head to head with a New Japan legend, and I would hate for them to. I don't think they'd squash him, but I don't know who. I couldn't even. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll go Moxie on this one just because. I mean, not as many people know New Japan. And maybe this will open the door for some other New Japan people. Hey, if so-and-so can't defeat Moxley, you know, I can do it. And, you know, they slowly start weeding themselves in, like Will Ospreay or Tanahashi or, you know, Okada. Just to, you know, get me all hot and bothered right now. No. As soon as as soon as soon Sam hears that coin drop, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear him screaming from Rhode Island. <laughs> That and my phone will not blow up, will not stop blowing up. I, I've already said if he ever shows up in AEW, I will be burning my house down. <laughs> Seems like the proper reaction. Folks, he's yeah. not really going to do that because that would be, you know, fraud and arson. You don't want to do that. <laughs> I also call it downsizing for those of you trying to clean up <laughs> clean their house. <laughs> Um, I'll also go with with Moxley in this match. I think this is going to be a nice hard hitting affair because uh, Kojima actually just had a little stint in Impact Wrestling, um, where he was teaming with uh, Eddie Edwards, and that was a lot of fun to watch too. Uh, so I'm glad that they're bringing him. So I'm like, oh, I know him because <laughs> I, I, I'm like a lo- I'm like a lot of people um, who do- who has a, a minimal amount of exposure to New Japan, most of which is because of my podcasting partner Sam. But <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but Kojima's good, uh, even at his older age. He's still he's still pretty good. So this this will this will be a fun match to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Moxley as well. Not not enough information for me to to say otherwise, but I'm sure Moxley will take a beating and he'll enjoy it, and then end up getting the win. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Riddler also picked John Moxley as well, so nice clean sweep for this one. 
Yeah, it would, it would only make sense because originally, Ma, uh, I don't know if he's still technically signed because in his contract, he was supposed to be in Japan and AEW back and forth. Um, so I don't know if this is his way of being able to get that talent over here in the meantime to let him at least wrestle some of these guys. Right. Um, but it would make sense for Moxley to, you know, wrestle some guys from Japan. Because, like, you know, I don't know about you, Zach, but, you know, Scott and I talk about it all the time, you know, when I was younger. I mean, we didn't have access to any of the New Japan, All Japan, anything out of Japan. But every time I read a book or watch a documentary, Japan was like the place people learned to wrestle and like hone their craft. Like, you know, they were like, I remember I read Mankind's book. I read um Stone Cold's book. Like everyone, like there's like a section of each book. It's like they talk about their time in Japan and the people they wrestled and just how it's like a different world. So I could, you know, maybe this is Moxie's way of being able to cross that off his his bucket list Mm. yeah that's that's a whole yeah that whole section that i i have to get into but i feel like yeah there is going to be a lot there so i have to really dedicate myself to diving into some of that material at least it's easy to access these days or as opposed to just hearing it through somebody's book or whatever the only way you could back in the day right and it's a lot of fun i took off two days just to watch wrestle kingdom this year Sounds I'll great. Be doing the same thing this year. Sorry, Nick, when I'm in West Palm. Um, <laughs> so following that, this one, this one, I'm. You might be surprised my pick on this one. So, Paul White taking on QT Marshall. I'm going to jump back. Um, first and foremost, I had a friend who I was watching this with who was not impressed with this. But um, Zach, I'm going to fill you in on something. Um, so, who was there a match that happened? I'm blanking. But all I know is that, you know, Paul White came out to address the factory. And then the gun club came out to help Paul White. And then Billy Gunn hits Paul White with a chair. And they walk out of the ring. What, what year is this, Sam? What year is this? I think it's like, is it 99? Probably, yeah, that, that sounds about like 99. Right. <laughs> this would be my thoughts. I'm going to say... Hear me out. I would say QT Marshall. Not that I don't like QT. I like QT. But I think due to that swerve, there's no way that that's a one-and-done deal. We don't see the gun club ever. They're always on dark. And this might be able to bring them into the spotlight. You know, you get Billy and his two kids in there. I could see this setting up a potential feud, a potential match, maybe at Full Gear, maybe at Revolution. Paul White taking on Billy Gunn himself. That's a match I think I would like to see, especially when you really see Billy Gunn and Paul White side by side. Billy Gunn's really not that much shorter than him. No. Amazes me how tall he really is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How good shape he's still in. Right? It's like Dustin. It's like watching Dustin in the ring. Both of them look like they're in their prime. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at our bet at 30. Jeez. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with QT on this one, especially with the, the whole factory involved, you know, and now the gun club swerve. I'm going with QT. I had completely forgotten about the gun club because I was all on the Paul White train. And now I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Sam's got a good point here. Yeah, and who's going to have the W at the end of the night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
you know what? Nope. I'm going to stick with Paul White. I'm pretty sure it's still going to be like, I don't know, seven on one. And Paul White's just going to knock everybody's out. <laughs> They're all done. I'll stick uh, with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Scott. Because, yeah, but before the, this attack, it seems like it would have been really obvious pick Paul White. And now there there is some doubt because now you have – he got hit on the on the hip with the with the steel chair, so you got the injury coming in that they could that you could lean on that you could see. Okay, this is how the this is QT Marshall's path to victory. Right. So I think now with that even evening of the scales a little bit, I I I think though that that Paul White's still going to come out on top despite this. Yeah, and Riddler seems to agree with us as well. He also picked Paul White to win this match. So, Sam, you're going to go like 0-5 so far, so... Okay, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. We'll see what happens. We'll all be good in the winner's circle here. That's true. <laughs> all right, even if I dig myself a hole, you won't know if I'm in the hole or not, because I'm short <laughs> to begin with. So... That 5-2 isn't keeping me down at all. <laughs> He's not salty about it at all. So following that, I got the next match, which is Chris Jericho taking on MJF. Jericho loses. He must retire from Wikipedia says in ring, but he specifically said from wrestling in AEW. Correct. This one also is kind of tough. I mean, MJF is 0-3-0 against Jericho. Um, And I almost feel like Jericho's already done everything he can do. And I think you and I, Scott, had talked a long time ago saying that Jericho would be great on commentary. Yep. I I really anyone want to take the lead on this one because I'm I'm actually dumbfounded. I'll take the lead on this one. Yeah, what you got? I I, I thought about it for a while, but I'm I'm at peace with my decision now. So, just trying to I'm trying to not think about the outside stuff like. Is Jericho going on tour with Fozzie? Does he want to? Does he want to go into commentary full time? I'm just thinking about going through the five labors and what happened in their most recent match, where it looked like where Jericho was basically about to win and realized he couldn't use the Judas effect, and that was where, where he lost it. So now in this match, there's no stipulation, no chains, no strings on Jericho. He can use the Jewish effect. The last time MJF used the the arm bar on Jericho's bad arm to get the tap, to get the win. So now that they already did that, how does MJF win again without having all these advantages that he's had throughout? And the, the finish they already used with using Jericho's arm, Jericho has the Jewish effect this time. He can play Judas have everyone sing along with it too so i am going with jericho here finally getting the win over mjf make a sound argument and no i'm gonna agree with you on that one you know what because he had you know mjf pretty much hindered him one way or another in each of these matches he still won except for the last one I think yeah, I think Jericho is gonna Jericho will come out on top, especially when he can you know be as you know be himself full on, you know use his finisher, you know uses uh, you know his magical song that comes out gives him power, you know it's 
like singing the Imagination Land song from South Park. You know, I, I'm going to agree with you on that one, Zach. Riddler uh, also. I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, Riddler also agrees with the two of you uh, in picking Jericho. I, however, am better than you, and you know it. So I, and this is coming from probably one of the biggest Jericho fans. I'm picking MJF. Mm, spicy. I'm picking MJF because this is the ultimate rub. Jericho said it during his interview on Dynamite that this eats away at him, that he cannot beat MJF. And everything leads to, oh, Jericho's going to win. Here's the swerve. I think MJF finds a way. Will it be clean? Absolutely not. There will be shenanigans. Somebody will come in. The ring will probably be used something. But I, 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 I just feel it in my bones that this is the end for Jericho. Because if you remember, when Jericho signed his, his contract, it was for three years. That third year is coming. Will he resign? Just be a commentator? Or will he disappear? Maybe break some more walls down. Who knows? But I think, especially recently, I think it's time, and I and I hate to say it, but I think it's time for him to hang him up. So I think MJF will put that final nail in that coffin. Say it ain't so, Scott. I it's just I, it's just how I, and I hate like I'm serious. I'm breaking into a cold sweat talking about this. <laughs> like I like I own Jericho's books. I have, you know, like the World Heavyweight Championship title. It's just like... He has Y2J Stinger energy drinks in his fridge still. Things <laughs> <laughs> are getting old. I should probably throw them out. Um, but it's just... I think it's time. And there's nobody better than MJF. Like, just think, he already has nuclear heat as it is. You effectively end the career of probably one if not the best ever to do it he's already a made man this just solidifies that that'd be good heat gotta admit that would be that would be that would make and that's the one thing i gotta admit with mjf it doesn't matter what he did. Yeah, like he knows how to take the heat. And I think this because we all we wanted him so badly to lose that. Uh, what was it um, blood and guts? And as much as I know it worked for his character, it still was like fucking MJF. They let him through the towel. And what the fuck? Like, it really was like, ah. but that's what we want. So, no, that's 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 a good argument. That's a good argument. Uh, next up was a match that just just a couple weeks ago just just happened to be you know happened you know Miro taking on Eddie Kingston for the TNT title I'll come straight off the bat I think Miro is winning but I don't think this match is this match is going to deliver this is going to be a nasty match Yeah I agree with you 100% um Miro been calling out Eddie Kingston and I just want to see a promo between the two of them. 
<laughs> I think that right there would be amazing. Um, but yeah, this match is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be physical. It's going to be rough, but Miro will retain. Yeah, I'm with you on Miro as well. I, I think that he has to collect as many wins as he can before his double jointed wife comes over. I think that could cause some distractions for him. So I think he's got to keep winning now as much as possible. I love how every single promo that he does, he mentions his wife. And what was it this week? He's like, the only things that keep me down are God and my, my hot wife. And I'm like, God damn it, Miro. God damn it. Uh, but yeah, um, this is the this is the Miro that I wanted Rusev to be. If that makes any sense whatsoever. But <laughs> like, this is what I envisioned him always being in like how he was before he ran into that, you know, brick wall that names John Cena. But I don't this man could hold this title for a very long time and I'd be completely OK with it. However, the moment he loses it, he needs to immediately go after the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Immediately. He's a beast. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, and, of course, rounding out, um, Riddler also taking Miro. So, another clean sweep here. No blood on this one. Nope. Nope. Now, uh Following that, we have the AEW Steel Cage title match, uh, tag title match, Young Bucks defending against the Lucha Brothers. Now, it was a tough one. I was kind of leaning towards the Young Bucks because, you know, obviously you have the Good Brothers, you have Don Callis, you have Brandon Cutler, who is low-key a gem in this whole group. Mm. He's a low, you know, he's... I he's agree a, with that. He probably does a, he does a lot of damage when he's, like, out there. Whether it be with the spray, whether it be whatever it is, he's there. Dabbing um, elbows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, however, now that this little thing happened at the end of Dynamo, Tony Khan is like, okay, there's going to be no interruptions whatsoever of this match. Unless there are other shenanigans where, you know, maybe a friend of theirs comes out, baby. Um because he's not signed. So you could make that argument. But we, we can do this all day. Um, I'm going to say. With what is in front of me. The Bucks lose the belts. Lucha Brothers are your new. Tag team champions. Because they're just that good. I like what you said at the very end. Before picking the Bucks to lose. You talk about a certain. Maybe. If you Remember. For those of you who watch Being the Elite, there was a, a certain character that was killed off. I believe it was episode 43, I believe, maybe. So if Mr. Bay Bay decides to come back, you know damn well he's not going to help the Bucks. He may come out wearing that Bullet Club stuff, the Elite stuff, ready to go. And then, oh, super kick to Mac Jackson. Oh, super kick. To Nick Jackson, and there we go. Booch Bros get that victory. That's a spicy. Oh, that's hot. I like that. I like that. It'd easily make him one of the best faces in the company. 
day one, like he wouldn't be already. But have him come in to to help the Bucks and then be like, ha, fuck you. <laughs> Super kicks for everybody. That would be pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't feel super confident on this one. I'm also thinking about all this stuff with lately with the Lucha Bros and, and Pac and Andrade, with, which we're not getting that match. But what if Andrade comes out and he helps the Lucha Bros win the titles? And then he's like, see, come with me. That's a valid point. Forget you don't need pack. So I was thinking I was gonna pick the Bucks. No, I'm going I'm gonna go with the Lucha Bros. I like I like the way you think because he could easily also spin it that oh Pac couldn't even be here tonight, but I'm here and I'm here for you. I helped Ooh. you guys win these titles. Right. So, uh, it writes itself. Ah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh man. And Riddler also agrees with all of us again, Lucha Bros, for this one. But oh, man, now, see, if I don't get that turn with Andrade, I'm going to be disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I, I want that to happen now. That's really good. That's really thought. I'd even. Wow. Good callback on that one. I wasn't even thinking about that. I, I have a friend who's a huge Ray Phoenix fan, so. He talks to me all the time about the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix, what they're doing. So this has been in my head a lot with with Andrade and Pac and what they're doing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I always thought the turn would eventually happen, but this literally writes itself. Like, it, it's it's right there in front of them. Like if they don't see that, it's I feel like that's a huge missed opportunity. Read. Let's see. Well, following that, we have uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, uh, take on Chris Statlander for the AEW Women's title. Uh, Chris is great, but I'm telling you right now, there's no way Britt's only holding this belt for 100 or so days. Um, Britt's keeping this title. I I can see her going 365 with it, so Britt's retaining on this one. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, so I'll write down Chris Statlander for, for Zach's pick, right? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think we need to hear from him. I think we already know. Well, the, I, I, I would like to say, though, this is a match that I've on paper I've wanted to see for a while. Statlander was hurt for a while. Uh, just Just wanting to see these two go at it, but Especially, yeah, without much build up between these two and Brit is is Brit. I mean, I could go on forever about yeah, why why she is the greatest and why uh, we should be together. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Brit Baker's gonna win. Fair. So so I think it's safe to say that Zach does not want Adam Cole to show up <laughs> on Sunday. I'm just saying there's plenty of other places that Adam Cole could work. You know, you don't have to be with the person who you happen to be dating at the time for work constantly every day. That can get to be too much. So let's just give them some space. Is 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 this that whole was it Rusev and Lana thing in WWE where Vince split them? 
because he didn't like the fact that they were actually dating. Is it which couple was that where he split them and he put the the the? It was no, it was them. Yeah, they put her with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yes, and they put him with um. Oh my god, what was her name? Uh, my god, I can see her face. Oh, shit, she down. was Fandango's dancing partner in the beginning. Um, Christ. But yeah, whatever. That that I think that actually lasted about three weeks before Rusev uh, proposed to Lana, and they put it on social media, so they had to scrap the whole thing. <laughs> it was like, like it never happened, and like it's like Vince, we're not stupid. We know this this tried to happen. It's like you getting blown up in a limo, but then the next week you're back. Like, don't don't don't. We're not. Don't insult our intelligence. We, we won't remember. Of course, we never remember. Never remember. Uh, so this match here, and I said this to Scott, and I've been really thinking about this. CM Punk, Darby Allen. Um, I think everyone might be in agreement on this one. I'll be shocked if we're not. My thing with this match is I feel like here we potentially have a WrestleMania 18 scenario. Mm. If this goes on when it's lined up on the card. Which I see it happening. I truly think that if this is ma- second match of the night, second to last match of the night, it'll be like Hogan and Rock, where the crowd's going to lose their fucking minds. And then for the main event, it's going to be like stagnant. Not because the match sucks, but because it's like, oh, okay, you know, everyone's so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I truly think we got a WrestleMania 18 scenario going on right here if this pl- pans out like this. But I'm going to go right off the bat. There's no way as you know good as Darby Allen is. And they could swerve us. I don't know. I think CM Punk's coming back with a win. It's in Chicago. How could you vote against CM Punk in Chicago? It's kind of interesting, though. Usually I feel like when you bring That's someone back off of a long layoff, First match is usually against a jobber, right? And Darby Allen's one of the top guys in the company. And I don't know, the more I think about it, like that would be pretty crazy to have CM Punk lose, right? Yeah. And I don't know, I guess you could do something off of that, like because he's losing to Darby Allen. But what what would the fans reaction be like in Chicago I wonder I don't I don't know if they want to take that chance so I'm gonna pick CM Punk still I'm intrigued by the idea of him losing though right I I like I like the way you think I like I like that and it would be it would be cool for Darby to you know get a win over CM Punk that'd be big for him despite being like a seven-year gap with wrestling but I think in regards to the CM Punk hype train, I think it would be smart to have him win in Chicago. Yeah. I, I feel like Darby is going to um, carry this match only because Punk hasn't wrestled in seven years. And who knows the ring rust he probably has. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic to watch. Um, hopefully, well, I mean, I'm just being hopeful with how CM Punk was when he used to wrestle. The man was amazing in the ring. Hopefully, seven years later, you know, he can 
get close to there and then continue to go as the more matches he puts under his belt. Um, so I think for me, this one might be my most anticipated match of the night. Just, just to see if, if punk can still go. Um, but going back to, uh, Riddler's picks, uh, he also did pick Brit for everybody. Um, and then also CM Punk as well. So a lot of us are picking the same people. So we're going to be real close on, on who wins, who loses tonight, uh, on Sunday. Come down to getting that mystery opponent, right? Or the right. Yeah. Did we all pick the same Joker? (laughs) Yeah. Well, main event. I think this one might be the easiest one, um, of the night. Um, Is Kenny Omega take. I, I I I would argue. I would argue. I will be shocked. Right, I will be shocked if Christian also wins this title from him. I mean, he already beat him for the Impact title. Yes, but now to have him win this one, I feel like with Kenny's momentum in this company, you're gonna need one. Of, you're gonna need the younger talent. You need Hangman to win it, or. I don't know. You want to battle the egos? Kenny Omega taking on MJF with MJF winning? Especially if MJF wins against Jericho. Ooh. <laughs> I'm telling you, sometime like this. Taking the glass off. This is how important this is. Um, I will never forget being a little kid and seeing one of the best wrestlers in the world lose the title to JBL. I will never forget when Eddie Guerrero lost that title. The fucking ego that JBL had was nauseating. It was magnificent. From a heel standpoint, magnificent. Now I'm older, I'm like, that was incredible. It's brilliant. So, fantasy booking. Now imagine, yeah, MJF wins against Jericho, and now he also somehow gets a shot at the title. And he would win the title. We we would never hear the end of it. The heat. Like, oh I can't even, like... Jeez, I'm already sweating. My ACs are going to all have to go on in a minute. Like... <sighs> that'd be crazy. That would be... I, I don't even... I'd be annoyed, but excited. And annoyed because I know what would come after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He... Oh, my God. He, I, I think, I'm trying to think, like, that could be some serious JBL heat. Like, you want this man to lose in the most horrific way possible, just so you get the title belt off of him. It's just... Just stop hearing his shit all the time. Yeah. Because it's going to be bad. Because he literally will be like, I'm better than you than you know it forever, until somebody beats him for the title. And then that baby face would go to the fucking moon. Baby. Him or Adam Pay. Oh my god, I'm just thinking about this all. I'm like Jungle Boy. Jungle oh, Boy would be a good oh, one. Oh shit. <laughs> what a revenge that would be. Oh, oh man. You got me thinking. But We're I We're getting ahead think- of ourselves. 
I know, I know. Yeah. Well, this is what Scott and I do. We always do this. We always get into this fantasy book. And it's like, well, 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 hear me out now. And then for the next hour, it's like, oh, we haven't even talked about the other three, you know, six matches on the card. Six uh, parallel universes over right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. We are we are the multiverse. <laughs> so I'm going to argue, again, after their opening match on Rampage, the first episode of Rampage, which was a banger. I don't, I, I, I do not see this being any less incredible. Um, but I do think Kenny will be retaining. Um, because again, he still has Callus. He will still have the Good Brothers. He will still have uh, the Bucks. But also, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. What if this is where, you know, can it, you know, let's, let's go back to double or nothing. The first double or nothing in 2019, Chris Jericho, you know, I beat Kenny Omega. I demand a thank you. John Moxley comes out. Boom. What if this is where Brian Danielson comes out? It's true. It's true. Where, you know, Kenny gets on the mic. I kicked your ass, blah, 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 blah. You can go back to retire for seven years. Um, and then, yeah, the yes chance happen. And then Brian Danielson comes out. And then, you know, the, the building collapses because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just want a running knee to, to Kenny Omega's face, have him like flip inside out, and then the crowd just explodes. And that's how the show ends. That would bring the crowd back after they they get on that high with CM Punk and get a little deflated, maybe. Oh, Kenny Omega's going to win. But then. That perhaps. would be, mm, yeah. that would be that would be the way to keep them, you know, end on a high note, especially yep. after CM Punk wrestling. Yep. I agree. I agree. I will gladly eat the L on that uh, Andrade match to see Brian Danielson come out and just lay waste to Kenny Omega. I would love that. Um, but I will... I, I was just prodding Sam just for the sake of argument, but I am picking Kenny Omega to retain as well. Um, this, I believe, will be Christian's first loss with the company. Um, which is all good and fine, but yeah, I think there's, there's just too much that Kenny can still do with that title to, uh, to lose on Sunday. So I pick, uh, I pick the champ to retain. Yeah, it's, it's going to be too much to ask, I think for Christian to beat Kenny again. Uh, I was there in Pittsburgh at the rampage Christian winning. That was a huge moment it felt like a really big moment it was awesome to see i i I don't think i thought that christian was going to win that match um so that was really awesome to see and yeah it's it's too tall of a task for that to happen again and kenny needs to keep the belt at this stage and uh riddler as well matching up picking kenny omega as well so this is uh, this is going to be a good card. I'm it, I'm really looking forward to this. So aside from what we've chosen, um, I think Daniel, you know, Brian Danielson's a definite. I think Ruby Soho is a definite. I would borderline say Adam Cole is like almost fifty fifty at this point. Who else out of all these releases? And I'm thinking of Slammiversary last year where they had a bunch of talent just show up. Yep. Who else? 
do you think we can expect to see showing up? On this show? Yes. They got to save some of these, don't they? Oh, of course they do. Of course they do. But, (laughs) you know, there's... I don't know. Like, I'm... This is a big show. Like, I... I like to I like to think about WrestleMania and there was a point where WrestleMania had, you know, WrestleMania moments. And more more often than not now, they're really not there. They really don't exist. When I went to WrestleMania 33, the only WrestleMania moment was the Hardy Boys coming back. I thought the stadium was going to like implode. So, I mean, I would I would say at least 3 or 4 people would show at this show. Um, I don't know who else would. Um, I know Braun Strowman's booked to wrestle EC3 in an independent show somewhere shortly. Uh, Buddy Murphy is supposedly signing with Impact. Uh, I'm gonna stick with those three. That's who I really think is gonna show. There's um, there's talk of the former Iconics now the Inspiration, uh, doing a world tour. Um, I'm I'm a little disappointed that they've already named the twenty participants for their casino battle royal because i thought that would have been a great spot for the two of them to debut but since they've already given all of them except the joker i don't think that that's that's going to happen now um but they would be other names um miro's wife cj perry she could be she could just show up um, I'm trying to think who else is part of that group. Yeah, those are the only ones that I can think of outside of the ones that you mentioned already. Maybe the the two of them, the what are they calling themselves now? The inspirations. The inspir yeah, with with two eyes. Yeah, the inspiration. The inspirations. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the insp- they, they both show up as a duo as the Joker spot. Ooh, because wrestling. That's true. That is definitely possible. Not, right. I mean, I, I, but you got me thinking. It's true. Hmm. I just want to see at some point, and I know that they're saying Murphy's going over to Impact, but I need to see him in Malachi Black at least one more time because their matches that they had at WWE were stellar, and I know that they don't really allow the talent to fully go out and like just go to town in the ring. But I feel if they were to be given the chance here, it would be amazing. Either that or have him join the house of black. Ooh, I think eventually maybe he will, but obviously with the way Malachi black is selling that eye injury, which also I love that long story. Uh, that long-term storytelling, the continuity is just, it's beautiful. It's the stuff I love about wrestling and it makes me appreciate him so much that he continues that on. Um, But yeah, I just, I want to see that match one more time. Just just give it to me. (laughs) Well, um, this is it. It's all out. Numero three. Looking forward to this. I'm hoping, I, 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 don't I, I can't see this pay-per-view not delivering where you know they've been marketing it. I'm I'm super excited. This is this it's like WrestleMania weekend right now for mm-hmm. me. I'm super excited for this. I know you guys are. 
Zach, as always, it's been fun. We 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 enjoy having your addition to uh uh go home show at this point. Uh, hoping that you join with a couple more with like full gear and revolution coming up. Yeah, I, I like having this little mainstay role now, and I have to improve upon my pick record. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, Scott, do we got a rolling? Uh, we got the we got the book of that right now, still, right? We do. Yes. Um, I think as of right now, we have uh, what is the. I go as far back as Double or Nothing. Actually, no, I take that back. Uh, Rebellion was our earliest one that I have on record. Okay, well, we will, uh, Zach, we'll, we'll be expecting you to uh, join more of these and watch everyone's win-loss record, especially Scott, yo. He can't be 100% forever. <laughs> He's only mortal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam... You know, as things go, I'm just going to continue to go straight to the moon. Only a step stool to do that. But that's neither here nor there. Well, guys, always great talking to you. And if you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can also find Zach as uh, Back to the Ring. His podcast. When does it drop? Every two weeks on Thursday? Yeah, we're doing every other Thursday as of right now. We just dropped our yeah, second episode where we're, we put... Darby Allen into the uh, King of the Ring 1998 Hell in a Cell match replacing Mankind. So seeing if he could take that beating from The Undertaker is fun. That's a good one. I'm I'm looking forward to listening to that tomorrow now. Um, you can find me on Twitter as the SOB official Scott at Scotty J Stream. We're on all streaming platforms. If you cannot find us on one, please let us know. We'll put ourselves on there. On your streaming platform, make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Above the Ring back to the ring and ship it studios of the podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to ship it. As always, do not forget to join the bedlam. Welcome to the all eighties movies podcast. I'm Bill and I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.